0: Small mishap, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the First City Forum, brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I'm your host, the one and only Joe Williams, and on today's show, I'm turning over the reins. This is my last broadcast with the Forum. Oh, boo, sad news. But we have my good friend Cole Green up here. He's going to take over everything, and he's going to be running the show today. How's it going, Cole?
1: Oh, it's going great. It's nice to be here, and it's nice to have you all here with me.
0: I'm really excited for today's show. I also have our guest from our guests from Alaska TriSports, my good friend Carlos Weimer, who is really the uh, the, the founder and CEO of uh, of Alaska TriSports. Yes. I guess you could say that. I prefer originator or coordinator. Originator and coordinator. He's so humble, ladies and gentlemen. And we have Jeff Dunham, JD, John Jay. Dowling. John Dolan. There Dolan. we go. Dolan. That's all right. John Dolan. There we go. We have John Dolan and Carlos Weimer in the studio as well. So we're going to talk about some pretty exciting things. So I'm going to, we're going to start off with um, with Carlos and John and kind of just talk about what, we, what we're doing with, uh, with Alaska TriSports. Now I remember when you started this, Carlos, maybe what, three years ago now?
2: Yeah, I think 2019 was the official uh, title of Alaska Tri-Sports, but I really started in 2011 with the first, um, what I call the Ketchikan Tri-Sports Challenge. Tell us about it. Uh, well, that, uh, that was three sports over three months, and uh, with the changing of the sports happening monthly, and you kept your same team throughout the changing of the sport, hence the challenge. And, so, uh, and, the, and for that time, it was basketball, indoor soccer, and flag football. And so you uh, took your team through all those changing of the sports. As you might know, most people aren't good at every single sport. And so one of the unique dynamic things about it was that as the sports change, the d- dynamics of the team change too, like leadership and all sorts of qualities. So it was really a lot of fun to do. I'm hoping to bring that one back soon. Uh, right now, Alaska Tri Sports is trying to put on independent mm-hmm. activities for different mm-hmm. age groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, here in April, we're going to have the dodgeball championships so looking the dodgeball
0: championships i remember um so the uh the, the sports challenge in 2011 i wasn't there for that but i remember when you started with flag football uh, and that was actually really exciting. A lot of people were, were really into it. You guys had a lot, of, a great turnout for that. Um, jerseys and all kinds of things. People were excited for it. Um, it even once competed with my uh, with my catchiversary show. I was uh, a little bitter about that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: I, you know, I almost forgot. And how could I? Because I think you were you were disgruntled with me for the week at
0: least. I believe. So I'm a bit uh, of a diva. It's fine. It's
2: fine. It's right. Fine. Right. Yep. I uh, I learned my mistake though. Not gonna do that one again. So do not schedule things competition with the one and only joe (laughs) williams the (laughs) fourth
0: so no no, but but going into into tri sports uh so there and you know there is a deeper motivation for why you created this you know we all know living here in ketchikan and and really around the world there's an ever-growing um epidemic pandemic with drugs and with different things going on and 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 living on this small uh, island where there aren't as many outlets for young people um, to, to get into to kind of occupy their time because you know a, a wandering mind is a dangerous thing so uh so this so your motivation here really has more to do with that and and getting uh the young people off the streets and into sports so let's talk about that just a little bit
2: yeah just a little bit i do like to keep that one on the download just a little bit it's just so people don't think that it's some type of program and then people want to play right but uh, I do I do believe that a community that is rich with activity and um, rich in community environment is a is a community that it will uh, suffer less from some of the things that you had mentioned there uh, so I do um, and I guess it's not that big of a secret because if you go on the Alaska TriSports website front and center it says TriSports not drugs yes and so it's that,
1: like part of the it's not your mission statement per se but it's part of your whole ethos like you want to help but it's not the main goal uh
2: yes and no i'm not sh- quite sure how to word it but yeah our slogan is uh try sports not drugs and um and then i tried to brand uh in the middle actually of uh trademarking experiment with sports so uh, nice. there we go so like yeah that. experiment with sports not drugs you heard it right here <laughs> I like that. uh, Yeah, and so we have dodgeball coming up, and uh, flag football was great, and we're looking forward to starting that in June again. Um, This time uh, we're going to open up more age groups. So the the first year in 2019 that we've been talking about uh, was adult co-ed, and then last year we did a rag tag uh, flag football, and that was youth 9 to 12. Um, But I've had some community members reach out uh, for – to offer their assistance and I think that we're gonna try for eight to seventeen this year. And uh, with me, John is actually been there from the start uh, of 2019 of the rebranding of Alaska TriSports. He's like the ref coordinator at the moment. Let's uh,
0: hear from John sporting the Alaska TriSports hoodie. I love the color and the lettering and that hoodie great. It's one of my favorite hoodies to, to to wear at the rec. Where can we find that gear? Just just a quick segue. Uh
2: Alaskatrisports.com. Uh, Try is T-R-Y, and then they'll also be uh, in some shops downtown, but I don't want to give any too much away at the moment uh, for that. But um, uh, also, if you see me, you can ask. And then, you know, I lost my train of thought, so I'm going to hand the mic over to JD here. (laughs) Over to to JD.
0: JD, John Dolan. How's it going, John?
3: I'm doing great. Uh, It was really cool. See, I used to uh, ref an adult flag football league here in the 90s towards the 2000s, and it was so refreshing. I also used to coach little kids, and of course, who I have to coach against was none but Carlos right here, <laughs> which means I lost to
0: Carlos all the time. Carlos is very
3: Sprite. <laughs> he was, and he had, he had a great coach, Lester Silva, so a great coach, always and knew how to use his tools. Uh, anyway, that evolved into uh, adults having a lot of fun playing it. Um, eventually, it got to where one set of guys got kind of dominant and it kind of took the fun out of it after a while and then that's when i just started refing all the time after that and uh it was then it kind of fizzled it was great to see carlos come back he's got so much energy enthusiasm optimism and uh and like you say it's if the kids have something to do i mean that was i grew up here in the middle of winter if you're not on the basketball team or if you're not killing yourself wrestling what are you doing? You're what are you doing around in terrible weather and leads to some slips and falls? Definitely, uh, so it was so great to see him come back. And the first thing that I really noticed in that adult league was uh, the kids that had been raised here, especially and played sports here, uh, had so much sportsmanship and just grace out on the field. I, I couldn't believe Because I went from last time I saw it being played or playing it was I cheat and steal and just Uh horrible. I was like the only voice of reason out there. And some people were getting mad at me for not calling it their way, you know. And so you got to be fair and honest, which I stuck with. And I'm glad he he said that he believed in that in me. So uh, it was so great to see people actually having fun and playing well together. Yeah, and it was co-ed, too, which was really great. Some of the girls really surprised the guys.
0: And that's a lot of fun when
3: you see the jaws drop and go, well, how'd she do that? Like, <laughs>
0: how, how did this girl best me? Uh, give me one quick second, John. I made the huge mistake of forgetting to shout out our sponsors. Uh, the forum is brought to you by uh, KPU and the Gemini Crystal w- Wizard. Wizard, wizard. That's such a hard word to say sometimes. Okay, sorry, John. Go ahead that's and continue right. to go
3: on. Uh, and last year what was... Really wonderful was the the kids that we got out of the field. And it's so great when you see that light bulb come on in a kid's after a couple practices all of a sudden he grasps the concept and just runs with it. Uh who's that kid? Uh Finn. Winter, Remember? Right Finn there. Finn Winter. Oh my goodness. Who gave a clinic on I mean uh a pro quarterback to do a watch what he was doing and paid attention and learned a trick or two. And the kid's like, what, 11, 12? Just amazing. And it's so wonderful to see that on the field. See it come out and you see it spread amongst Mm -hmm. the kids, and And,
0: it's so great. And those games get pretty intense, and they get funny, and you can tell that there's a lot of energy that people just really need to expel. So if you're interested in signing up for Alaska Tri-Sports, right now you guys are doing the dodgeball.
2: Uh, Yeah, so April uh, is kicking off with dodgeball, April 9th and the 23rd. We're calling it the Dodgeball Championships, teams of six. Uh, You can sign up there. um, And then... Uh, starting June, we'll, uh, we'll kick up ragtag flag football and also um, adult co-ed flag football. Uh, and then I think in May, I'd have to check the website myself. And uh, and some things are, you might not even have a date, but going to do a uh, inside-outside basketball tournament as well. So if you're not familiar with inside-outside, you can look up the rules. But essentially, it's two-on-two, two and it's a three-point game. Uh, a lot of fun. So calling it bread and butter. Nice. very so cool a lot of things yeah a lot of things going on i uh, and i remember what i was going to say earlier but you brought up the clothes perfect yeah um so uh if you'd like i have an opportunity to give away an alaska tri sports hoodie oh um so i wasn't sure if we could do that live on we, air we or not.
0: definitely can so the number to the studio is 907-247-2000 that's 907-247-2000 uh, and how did you want to run this contest
2: I was thinking I had a – John and I were driving over here, and he was talking about the history of dodgeball. Okay. And that got me thinking. So uh, when dodgeball, um, regular dodgeball, you lined up against the wall, and you had a thrower, and you threw it at people lined up on the wall. Some of us may have played this in elementary school, some of us. we had
1: a different name for it, but yeah, that was a classic (laughs) game we always played.
2: Right, right. Okay, so – You know, back when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth, when John was a boy, that was just called dodgeball. That was a low blow. Um, And uh, it was called something else when the new dodgeball of style came. What was the style of dodgeball called that we now play in its originality? I'm not sure how to say that correctly. John, help me out here.
3: Well, that's what our our gym teacher at Whitecliff, Mrs. Novak, she gave it that. That, uh,
1: that moniker,
3: the name of a uh, yeah, as a country's name. I guess I don't oh. want to give away too much. I never heard of this. So see, if, yeah,
0: see, I'm not too sure how so, many people. So if, heard of if you're oh, privy, if, if if you're privy to the uh moniker, Mrs. Novak, please call in <laughs> right, to visit uh. the station <laughs> and you have a chance to win this very cool Alaska Tri Sports hoodie. Once again, that number is nine zero seven two four seven two thousand. So we'll we'll see if someone calls us. Uh, so, I do have a backup question
2: if okay, no one perfect, calls for
0: perfect, that one. Perfect, perfect. What's yeah. your what's your backup question? What's the what's the second option?
2: Uh what was the score of the seventh super
0: Bowl Oh, okay. So, so the score of the seventh Super Bowl. So, look, so log on to google.com right now. Oh, Look cheating. up the, the <laughs> score of the seventh ever Super Bowl, and you have a chance to win this very sleek hoodie. I mean, it, it looks really great. It has the, uh, the, 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 what, royal blue, co- well, cobalt, blue, what would you say that? Cobalt say royal or royal blue. blue. Great design, and it's a very comfortable hoodie. I wear it often. It fits well, and it looks wh- good. It look and it looks good on. Um, so uh, the score of the seventh ever Super Bowl. Call in nine zero seven two four seven two thousand. Let's see if we get a call on that. But so uh, right now we're um, with Alaska Tri Sports, and you guys are doing your dodge starting in April, and so many things going on, which all can be found on your website. Yes.
2: Uh, yeah, alaskatrisports.com. Or uh, you could go on Facebook and type in AK Tri Sports and uh, navigate around there and figure it out. I'm sure.
0: Alaska Tri Sports, and that's um, AK T-R-Y Sports, right? That's
2: right. Yep. A lot of people get the uh, mixed up with the T R I for the you know the popular Tri Sports, yeah. regular you know bike, run, swim. Uh, this I guess it's kind of a um, play off of that, but it's, this is try as in try it out, right? Like try this, try that. Try Uh, any kind of sport, every sport. You never know what you like as far as activity, but all activity is good, and that's what Alaska Tri Sports is about is just getting people out there.
1: uh, I think it's interesting that you guys are doing uh, like a rotation of different sports because that's one thing is that growing up, having only played one sport throughout my youth, I never had that respect and understanding of the expertise, the muscle groups of every sport. So, you might be dominant in football and realize you don't have the right build for soccer. So, it's just interesting to see how everyone's going to have a different skill set, a different play level.
2: Yep. Uh, And if you're just an athlete or want to get, or even an athlete uh, privy to one sport, um, you know, playing all these games is like training uh, for the one that you like or for all of
0: them. So. Awesome. Well, you know what? I am so excited to have you guys on today. Thank you for coming by and talking to us about what's going on with Alaska TriSports. If you're interested in joining for Dodgeball in April or any of the various activities Alaska TriSports has going on, please log on to their website. That's aktrisports.com. That's sports.com. Or log on to Facebook, and your Facebook page is... ak. Tri-Sports. A.K.A. Tri-Sports on Facebook. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the First City Forum. Don't go anywhere.
1: Hi, welcome back to the First City Forum. This is Cole. We're brought to you by KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard, and
0: it's a nice day to sit here and talk with my friend Joe. I'm really excited to be here, Cole. You know what? I hope to pop in every now and again and just talk casually about things. I would love that. I always had this idea that the forum should just be like a conversational I guess conversation between friends and the community and just so I like I like the idea of a show called community conversations right we just talk about things just two people maybe not even about anything specific but just what's on our minds because I feel like we need that we need that kind of interaction
1: get some information from people in the area get to know them a little better it's always nice to know your neighbors too
0: absolutely especially living on this small island
1: yeah um I did want to ask you something interesting today I've been reading this book about transhumanism, which oh. is the concept of near immortality through technological advance. Mm. And I wanna know how you would feel about the idea if given the opportunity to become an android robotic, but you still have your brain, your thoughts, your
0: emotions, would you live forever? You know, the idea of immortality has never really appealed to me. I have a kind of a weird upbringing though. I grew up in a funeral home. My, yeah. my, uh, my grandmother was a mortician for over 30 years. And, um, and so I was always around a lot of death. I always saw a lot of things. I was always very um, privy to the full gamut of life. I was never, um, there was never any shadow or any uh, mystery about it for me. Uh, so I've always looked forward to getting old. I do, I do want to get, to grow old. Like, I like the idea of growing old. I like the idea of um, sort of the shroud of life being lifted. And yeah. you're not as uh, as jaded or as green, and you kind of just know what's going on. I look forward to that, and um, and I don't think. Um, immortality is something that I would want. Just like I don't want a McDonald's burger that doesn't ever uh, rot. I don't want I my body to not ever rot.
1: See, and I agree entirely. I think immortality, you would just breed boredom. You'd mm-hmm. get to a point where you know all you want to know. History starts to repeat itself, and what would you do then?
0: Yeah, the world's a small place. There's only so much you can do and see. I mean, I mean it, it, it might take a thousand years, but yeah. immortality is a long time. I feel like we don't really have a good grasp on what and what and on what indefinite is
1: yeah especially you know i think about it more like give me an extra or 200 infinite. years you know give me some extra time but i don't mm. need forever that's just outlandish give yeah. me an extra hundred years i could read all the books i wanted to get to that i know i'm not gonna read it's just uh i'd like the extra time but i don't want forever
0: I have this fantasy of on my 100th birthday I'm sitting in this chair in the middle of my of my fabulous home and I just die and it's a great time I, yeah. I maybe have a good scotch in the and um, the glass and everything's just good and I've lived a great life and I'm just out of here.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think living forever would be a crime, and I'm not uh, I'm not religious. I believe in a higher power, but not in an organized sense. But I think it's spitting in the face of somebody up there to live forever.
0: And it's it's just not the natural thing. Like literally, nothing lives forever. Not even stars and planets.
1: There are some lobsters and some jellyfish that like <laughs> revert back to a fetal stage, but it's not technically immortality because they almost. Let's say you're a chicken. It would be as if you. Returned to the egg and grew again. You're not mm-hmm. technically dying, but it's not a new life.
0: The thing about lobsters, I've always found really interesting. There's some kind of uh, of, of gene or some kind of uh, thing that every th- that every living thing has, except a number of things like lobsters, which technically a lobster could be a thousand years old. Yeah. And and which I always found crazy because you hear about the stories of the giant sea monster lobsters that were destroying ships and things. Those could very well be real. There could totally be a two million year old lobster somewhere that's just huge that could chop a ship in half. And maybe they did exist and maybe we hunted them down to, uh, to extinction because that's what we do.
1: You know, I'd like to think that We had little to do with actively hunting them because, I mean, humans have a lot of confidence, but we're not the apex predator if you think about it. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of power, but you take away one tool from a human and a bear still has those other ten tools to end you.
0: That's true. But while humans may not have all the power, they have all the audacity.
1: Exactly. (laughs) That's, That's factual
0: uh cool I want to talk a little bit about the week this been a, it's been a pretty exciting week did you watch the Oscars
1: uh I saw bits and pieces I streamed a couple
0: parts of it but I didn't watch the entire I, I literally only saw the most important part that was uh will Smith <laughs> slap the taste as my mother would say out of Chris Rock's mouth <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what do you think about that
1: I uh I feel bad for Chris Rock for two reasons one Uh, He didn't write the joke. You know, they have writers for those award shows, so he got slapped in the face for another man's words. And while I think that's pretty hilarious in itself, I think the slap was so out of line.
0: I think he may have wrote the joke. I heard a story that, that he actually ran the joke by Will before the show. And uh, Will just kind of asked to, for him to tastefully not do the joke because you know this is what's going on and blah yeah. blah blah. I don't know if that part's true, but uh, Chris Rock is a legendary comedian, and, and and so this has been a part of his bit for a long time. And and that's kind of what happens when you're in front, when you're in the front row at the Oscars. Your movie is sort of the shoe, and if you notice the uh, the the ceremony, almost everything was kind of themed after the the King. Richard movie, so it was pretty much a shoe in to, to to win yeah. best best actor. So uh, I mean, you're, you're you're at the forefront of the Oscars. Of course, you're going to be the butt of the joke. So
1: well, especially I, if you think about it. They're not going to seat you back in row 99 if you're going to win because they don't want you to walk 200 stairs down and take an extra three minutes to get to the award stand.
0: Exactly. And you're Will Smith. You know? And you're Will Smith, you're yeah. One, you're one of the, the most legendary actors of all time. The freshest prince. The freshest of prince. Uh, well, and we'll talk about the uh, the spinoff of Bel Air after this um, because I, I love that show. Um, but, and you know. <sighs> For me, I was a little disappointed at the slap. Um, I can I can understand feeling disrespected. I can understand feeling uh, feeling aways about something, mm. but to go on stage as a mature man uh, in in his fifties and go and slap a man who's like what I think Chris Rock is like sixty.
1: Yeah, he's also, like, you know, 50 pounds lighter and five inches shorter. 50 pounds
0: lighter, five five inches shorter, and just doing his job. And you go up there and you slap him in the mouth in the middle of the show. And then you go down and you yell out obscenities to him. I mean, it it was just totally uncalled for.
1: I do got to up Will on one thing, and that's that his form on that slap was impeccable.
0: Well, he did play Muhammad Ali.
1: Yeah, you can see the the twist in the hips, the shoulders. Like that man was building. For there that. was
0: power in that slap, and you know, Chris, and Chris Rock barely stumbled. He may have like, like kind of, kind of shook a little bit, but he barely, he didn't move too much. Um, but you know, and and I also want to talk about how the moment of him winning the Oscar was tarnished. He's only the fifth black uh, person in the almost one hundred yeah. year history to win Best Actor uh, for uh, Best Lead Actor in a film, which is the top oscar it's the it's the oscar everyone everyone wants it's the oscar everyone dreams of and so when you see that moment now it always has that little smudge on it and i and i think that's so unfortunate uh there was a beautiful picture he took with his family after the ceremony and i'm assuming they were at their 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 home and he's holding the 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 oscar and they're all together and i just saw that and all i could see was a slap
1: you know that's the thing though is uh they can take away the Oscar, but morally, we know he won that Oscar. Like he, won the Oscar. he might have acted out, done something ridiculous that he shouldn't have been a part of, but he still got that accolade. It's his. His name was on it.
0: Is his and it, and and and, re- and now there's this whole thing where everyone's blaming his wife, <laughs> in which in which I cannot totally. You know what disagree, Tupac would have done. <laughs> you know what Tupac would have done, and then it goes into the. no, you know uh, for the last like two years, everyone has been sort of railing him because um, because he. Uh, Jada uh, confessed to having an affair with August Alsina and and so and everyone's just kind of yeah. going on and on about that. So I think that also had something to do with it uh jada and will have been the butt of the joke for so long i think he was just finally like you know what i'm sick of it let, let me show you this is this is for for all of you i'm gonna chris rock chris rock will take this lap for all of you
1: and you know especially i feel like with the red table talks that he does with his wife and family he kind of gets put on blast a lot oh, yeah. like he gets he's the reason for a lot of the issues from their point of view and uh I don't know. I, f- I feel bad for man, like, crying on the whole Red Table talk, like, real genuine tears. Like, it just, his family's putting him through
0: it. It's a sad moment. But you know what I'm not sad about? Fried chicken. Listen, I've been craving a good fried chicken for a long time. And, you know, there are places in town, like, uh, like Tap House, they have a really good chicken wing right now. Um, uh, oh, look, there's Evan Porter walking down the uh, street. There's uh, there's Tap House. They have a good chicken wing. New China actually has a really good fried chicken. It's called their Thai chicken wing. It's like $11. You get six juicy, delicious uh, chicken wings, crispy on the outside, tender on the inside, well-seasoned. It comes with a side of the sweet and sour sauce. I add a little bit of hot sauce to it, dip in that sweet and sour sauce. Oh, uh, it's trade my new feet.
1: Yeah, shout out New China. Their egg foo young goes crazy.
0: Fantastic. But my fried chicken is the best fried chicken period and i've been wanting to make it but it's such a process what kind of it, breading do you use like are you a panko guy or are you like a flour double I'm dip a, with the egg wash i'm a flour guy i'm a classic flour guy no egg wash no buttermilk uh marinade uh, so i've been craving fried chicken so i went to safeway the the other day they were totally out of chicken wings went yesterday they had chicken wings so i grabbed a, a package a, a two-pound package of chicken wings I'm up. My mouth is already going. Um, I, I grabbed a two-pound package of chicken wings, uh, cleaned them up, you know, cut the uh, tips off, broke them down into the drums and the flats. Are you a drum or flat guy?
1: Um, truthfully, I like the meatiness of the drum, but the flat is a better eating. Like you can I just it. scoop it right off. I love it.
0: Uh, so uh, I broke them down into the drums and flats. I'm a flats guy, but I, I, if I make them, I eat them both. Yeah. And I um, cleaned them up, you know, cut off all the, all the um, extra fattiness and all the, all the, all the gunky stuff. And I like to take a bowl, squeeze two large lemons into the bowl and about two cups of soy sauce, throw in some water and let it sit in that marinade for one to two days. And then after that, Pour out that marinade and you season up your chicken. I liked. my personally like to like to to use um, onion powder, garlic powder, a little bit of ginger powder, some paprika. Um, and if you like, and if the and if the soy sauce didn't give it enough of a salty kick, a little bit of salt. A little bit of salt.
1: Does the lemon pre cook the chicken at all? Because I know that when you make ceviche, part of the thing mm. is the acidity from the lime and lemon. Like not necessarily cooks it but it helps kill a lot of that stuff that could be harmful
0: the lemon doesn't cook it but it does help to tenderize the meat ah, okay. so it makes a really good tender really clean tasting chicken
1: yeah i haven't eaten meat in six years and uh don't get me wrong i love meat alternatives impossible burger whatever but one thing i refuse to eat on a moral basis is i will not eat a buffalo fried cauliflower it's not a chicken wing it never <laughs> will be listen i'll eat a veggie burger made out of whatever but that cauliflower you cannot tell me that it like you don't like have to call wing. it a
0: chicken wing I just, just just tell me it's cauliflower yeah. Like i'm okay with that
1: maybe that's the reason i have problems because when i eat it i go this is nothing like
0: a chicken it's wing. deception yeah it's, it's the lie of it all
1: i love a fried mushroom fried broccoli tell me it's cauliflower with buffalo Gosh, sauce i'll I gladly love, eat it i
0: love a fried mushroom with a, with a side of cocktail sauce and ranch Oh my goodness!
1: You know, ultimate uh, bar food. That burger place out in and Cove. I'm blanking on the name right now, but they do uh, deep fried mushrooms, and they are so good. Oh,
0: I need that. Okay, so back to the fried chicken. Mm-hmm. So you season up the uh, fried chicken, and the most important part about good fried chicken is that you season the chicken and you season the flour. Oh. So many people only season the flour, and that's why your chicken's nasty. <laughs> But no, no, but anyway, yeah, so I'm really excited about that fried chicken. It's going to be so much fun, and I'm really excited for the summer. Do you have any good plans for the summer?
1: I think this summer I'm trying to work as much as physically possible, so I have little time for uh, farting around and spending money and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get on my, uh, my grind set this year.
0: Yeah, I think this uh, this week is my last kind of, kind of lax and go out and have yeah. a bunch of fun kind of time, because the, the summer grind is starting now, really. Um, a, a, as a lot of you know, um, I'm going to be leaving the station to work for the lumberjack show. I'm going to be the announcer, and I'm really excited about that. But it means I'm going to have to get a lot more rest and uh, uh-huh. and, and drink a little bit less, too. Yeah, I went get
1: that throat coat tea going,
0: yes. I actually went to um, to Rain City Drugs and got a little package of Ricola, the uh, just Ooh. the. Other day, um, but no, I'm really excited. I went out last night for uh, for karaoke as sort of my last hurrah. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, Arctic does karaoke on Wednesdays, and then we dropped into the Totem, where Curtis and Pam Close uh, slipped me a few shots of a good bo- of, of, of good 1942 tequila. Uh, it was it was a lovely time, and we got uh, some some karaoke going there too. So shout out to the Close family and the Totem. Curtis told me he listens to the show last night. Oh. And he, he said he didn't agree with, with with everything I say, but he still tunes in. And you know what, Curtis? That's a good I, fan. I also don't agree with everything I say. I don't even know what I'm talking about most times. Like, I get on here and I just kind of talk trash.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have that problem where my brain is operating as fast as my mouth, so I don't have time to check in with myself. And I'll go, ah, that was not the right thing to say. Whoops.
0: It's okay. And you know what? And I like to talk about controversial things. Like, I feel like, uh, of course, this is a community broadcast and it's supposed to cater to sort of everyone, but I think we need to shake things up sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think here we get, uh, because it's such a small place, we get uh, afraid to kind of step out of the box for fear of offending people and things like that. And you know what? I've never been afraid of that.
1: Yeah, especially because I really respect people with hard opinions and beliefs. Like, the more you're willing to champion what you care about and what you you believe in that's even better because i am an arguer so anyone who vehemently believes in what they believe in let's talk
0: let's talk about it and let's and, and let's learn let's let's get a uh, a discourse a, a conversation yeah. empathy going. and
1: communication in the name of the game I'll, I'll talk to anyone but not if you can't meet me on the level
0: there we go okay so cole i and this is this is a, a hill i've been standing on for a long time on this show i was walking to the rec center the other day and i'm on my phone i'm getting my playlist going i'm preparing my mind to hit a really good what was it shoulder day and as i'm walking up the hill i step in a big pile of dog poop it's the first time i've stepped in dog poop in literally years I avoid it. I mean, and there's so much of it in town. I avoid it. And you know, this is the first time that I've stepped in it, and boy, did it make me angry. Yeah. Luckily, there was a stream right there, so I was able to clean it up because there's nothing worse than walking into a building with dog poop. I don't want to walk in the rec center and everyone smells dog poop well, on Well,
1: especially cuz you're like one, they think I smell. Two, I'm tracking dog poop on their carpets that they got to clean. And three, I don't want to smell
0: and also i hate dog poop yeah. and just clean up your dog poop you know the uh a little while back i made a big fuss about the dog poop and uh, on the sidewalk in front of whale park everywhere and I mean, literally there was one day where there was so much dog poop, like every three inches there was a different pile. And and I just thought to myself, you know, how how are you even walking your dog in this to allow them to add to this pile? There was so much of it. It was actually just completely insane and unreasonable. I, it, was, um, it was unbelievable, really. So I made a big fuss about it on the air here, and then uh, someone made a big fuss about it on Facebook, and it was like this <laughs> whole big thing. Uh, and so I noticed a week or so after that there was a sign and well and in Whale Park that said, if you do not clean up after your dog, there's a $200 fine. Good. And guess what? I have not seen a dingleberry since.
1: Well, because the confusing part to me is that, um, it's you know, littering is wrong in all areas, we can all agree on that. But littering, uh, perishables like if you throw away an apple core, it's still going to take X amount of days to dissipate to completely dissolve, so it's still littering. Oh. Your dog pooping on the sidewalk, that poop stays there for two weeks sometimes. How is that not the same as throwing an apple core on the ground? Like, littering is littering, dog. Carry a bag with you if you own a dog that's, that's so your interesting. You
0: see, I am notorious for throwing an apple core on the ground. Maybe I should check myself. Maybe I should check my privilege.
1: Yeah. It's funny because I used to think, like, it's, uh, it's biodegradable. It's going to biodegrade regardless. But mm-hmm. then someone expressed to me that... uh a lot of those fruits are not natural to our area. Mm-hmm. And also they still take amount of time to biodegrade. So anything I, else could still eat that. Pick I it really up.
0: just assume that something is just gonna eat it.
1: Yeah, that's what I used to think too. But then I thought about like, maybe it's not the best to throw bananas around Alaska. Cause like we don't have bananas here and invasive species are a real thing
0: absolutely true uh, you know what this is why we we need you here cole so for those just tuning in uh this is joe williams on my last broadcast with the first city forum and we're bringing in my good friend cole green up here he's going to be taking over on those thursday and friday shows i'm really excited cole has a lot of interesting and fun things to say and it's going to just be a great time yeah, I'm
1: so glad to be here and I'm so sad to see you go.
0: I know, but you know what? A, a big theme of my year has just been gratitude. Gratitude and love. I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity to be on the air here for almost two years now. Wow. Almost two years. Um, uh, it's a, uh, 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 so I've been grateful for that, grateful for the opportunities, grateful for for the ears and, uh it's introduced me to because a lot of people knew me before from performing and different things like that, but, um, but they didn't know me, uh, it, 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 it widened me up to a larger audience. And, and, and so I'm forever grateful for the forum and for KTKN. It's been such a journey, such a fun time. Um, and, and yeah, and just a, a, an opportunity to have my voice heard and have people give me their voices, their opinions, uh, talking to different people in the, in the community who have done cool things because Ketchikan, because Ketchikan is such a cool place yeah. and there's so many people who have done so many cool things. So my my biggest uh, takeaway from this whole experience is just gratitude, gratitude and love.
1: On the topic of gratitude, love, even thankfulness, I was thinking about that this morning when I got up. Uh, I'm healthy. Yes. I'm happy. I'm living my life. I got things to do. And, you know, I it dawns on me every once in a while that just being healthy and getting out of bed with no problems is something I got to be thankful for sometimes. Because, you, you know, I got friends who get problems like ulcers and just little health things that are always stopping and starting their activity, their life in a certain way. And just got to be thankful that my heart's going, my lungs are working, and I'm moving.
0: There was one day I was taking a shower and I thought to myself, "Oh my god, you have two legs to stand up and yeah. take this shower. <laughs> there are a lot of people who don't.
1: You don't need a bench to get in the shower.
0: It, just those little things yeah. are so huge and we take for granted. That and not these to say not to happening.
1: denigrate any of those conditions or cap- exactly. like capabilities or lack thereof. I'm just saying
0: be thankful that it's not worse than it is sometimes. Yes, yes. Everyone, everyone has their own battle in this life. Um, you know, Cole. I don't. Th- I don't know if I have much more to talk about on today's show. Do you want to kind of introduce yourself and kind of uh, and, and kind of give the the vibe of what your show is going to be?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, personally, I I love to talk about everything local. There's so much arts in the community. There's so many good people here. But I also. Uh, have a lot of wild and ranging interests. And so maybe sometimes I'll open up the phone lines and ask how you guys feel about stuff like transhumanism and immortality. Because (laughs) truthfully, I just love to have the conversation about abstract ideas, things that are not grounded where you have to say yes or no. It's purely the hypothetical.
0: I love it. Well, I love it. And, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, your journey on this show and getting your voice out there and getting things going. Um, I think that's all we have for today's show. I want to thank our sponsors, KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. Um, this has been the first City Forum. My last show, Bacol, is our new Forum King. The Forum King? I don't know. Um, I like to get people. Duke, Knight, Jester. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's so great been having you here, and I hope you know you guys give me the same uh, gift of listening just like you have, Joe. I hope to see you around.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the First City Forum. It's a beautiful day out here in Ketchikan. I think I'm going to go to um, either local grounds or 55 North, grab a coffee, and harass Colin for a few minutes. Yeah.
1: I have a hammock set up in my living room right now, so y'all know where to find me. A hammock? Yeah, it's nice. Oh. I had a beer in the afternoon and sat in the hammock for like 3 hours.
0: Well, you guys have a fantastic a fantastic time. Cole, go ahead and hit that manual button and turn on that music.